I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. Cash the Ticket is presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book and the official sports book of Odyssey. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Jumpstart your savings with Commonwealth Central Credit Union. We'll even help you get started by giving you $200 when you open our high-yield GTKY savings account. Whether you want to build emergency savings, save for a big purchase, or put money aside for a special event, we're here to help you reach your financial goals. Jumpstart your savings with $200 from Commonwealth. Visit wealthcu.org and enter promo code JUMPSTART. Federally insured by NCUA. Certain restrictions apply. Visit website for complete details. Let's get to the board, shall we? Mm -hmm. Presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Why don't we start out in Vegas? Let's go Friday, 8 o'clock, Fox, USC, laying two and a half, taking on Utah for the second time. Cookies take the lead. Last time they played, a one-point loss at night in Salt Lake City. Rice Eccles. The Dalton Kincaid show, if you remember, their tight end who just made all the big plays. Like 17 targets. But he needed to make those plays. USC was up 21 to 7. They took the lead twice in the second half. Caleb Williams throws five touchdowns. That recipe's still there. I'm going back to it. Oh, no. USC is the play this weekend. Oh, no. You sure? Yes. Planet Earth's going to be on him. You sure you want to be on that side? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, I'm just telling you right now, here are the lines. And if you want to get the FanDuel official, we can do it. The lines are going down. They are anywhere between two and two and a half right now at time of taping. Right. So. Reverse line movement? I, no. I, I, yeah. I mean, you're looking at right now, planet Earth is on USC. I, I am very scared of this game. I'm with you in that I'm rooting for USC. I, I want Caleb Williams in, but we all saw that first game. Yeah, I thought USC was the better team in that first game. I, I, I agree. On the and road the at fact, night. Yes, Rice Eccles at night, which, by the way, I know it doesn't always hold in trends, but we gave some sick, some silly They're stats. They're way harder to beat there. Utah does not lose there, and they do not not cover double negative. Yeah. Um, I'm staying away from this game. I, I am. Jim, I can't get involved with this one. Well, you're going to be thankful that you are. This is the Costa Lock this week. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to tell you until I knew where you were at. <laughs> oh, no. USC's dead. L- they, listen, dead. They're, they're, they're fighting for the sanctity of the sport. They're speaking to oh. me. Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy. This is the play. Here's the other part about USC. I bring up turnover margin, and I know what you're going to say. It's not sustainable. right? They're plus 23. The next best team is plus 14. It feels wholly unsustainable, the number of turnovers they generate. But half of it is sustainable. Part of that equation is how many times you give the ball away. Mm -hmm. They only have four turnovers all year. One fumble, three picks. It's because they have Caleb Williams at quarterback and that offense hums. If you don't give it up, you're going to have a great time with the turnover margin. They do have guys that fly around and make plays. You don't force the sheer volume of turnovers they have without being good football players. They're the better team who wins the turnover margin with the better quarterback. 
We already watched this game. They're the better team. I'm taking them under a field goal. All right. That's a pass for me as much as I'd love to go and bet Utah off that Costa Lock statement. I'm going to stay away from this one. All right. The next one. Nothing says championship weekend like an empty Ford field. Toledo versus Ohio in the MAC championship. Wait, what are you doing? You're bumping this up? Uh, sir, we're going by time of kickoff. Oh, okay. And brunch <laughs> is served, bitch. Get I'm your like, what? Get your mimosas. Do you, uh, so I, I want to know where you're at with this game. Because this is the most Mackiest Mac game ever based on how the season has gone. We've been so upset about injuries and teams not being 100%. So why don't you give the backdrop and then I'll tell you my pick and then you can tell me how stupid it is. Okay. Toledo. Daquan Finn screwed us over against Bowling Green. They, they didn't announce he wasn't playing until right before kick. It's a rivalry. The justification was they've already wrapped up the division, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Then why did he play the very next week with a bad ankle? And then why did he get hurt playing with a bad ankle? I don't know if he's going to play this weekend. And if he does, he's going to be compromised with his mobility. That's his strength. Gleason, the guy who's filled in, stinks. Ha- has a busted hand on top of he it. He sucks. Right. So you're going, wait, we don't even know what we're getting out of Toledo. They've lost two straight backdooring themselves into the title game. But it's not smooth sailing for Ohio. Rourke, the other great quarterback in the conference, is done for the season. They're, they're going to a backup. But their backup looked really good last week against, what was it, Ball, uh, Ball State, right? C.J. Harris, Detroit area kid Pontiac, for, for people who are super local. Dual threat. Yeah, and he's healthy and he's going to be playing. I just love that that's the backdrop of the game is all the good yeah. quarterbacks are injured, the uncertainty with Toledo. Well, at least it's both teams here. will be comfortable. It's going to be in an empty building. <laughs> no, I'll tell you right now. When I saw this spread, I circled Ohio. Made no sense to me. Toledo, to me, this should be seven, seven and a half. Toledo's been the better team. Toledo's been one of the most complete teams. Toledo is better than Ohio. When you take away Rourke, who's a do-it-all QB for them, I went, that's seven. You showed me one and a half. I circled Ohio and I said, question mark, Costa. That's what's in my notes. Well, and I, I feel for the people who who live in Athens and go to Peden Stadium for their games. The a cathedral. magic of Peden Stadium. They haven't won a MAC title since 68. True stat. Since 1968. They're 0-4 in the title game since I was it, gonna say all the Solich years, they never got one. Well, that was the key, is he was always good for Getting there and losing. The, okay. you know, the bridesmaid, never the bride bit. Sounds like CMU. Hey, my team has has won three MAC titles in Detroit. And not not since you've been alive. Not, not since I went to the university. All right. So, no, look. No, but I, I think that's where I want to go, too. I want to play Ohio. Done. They've been the better team. They're on a seven-game win streak. And I know their backup is better than Toledo's and They backup. won with the backup. That that's Okay, so yeah. I'm not crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy. Done. Gonna feel like an idiot when they choke again. Yep. Here we go. All right. Saturday, also at noon. Get the breakfast bake. TCU. What a bad job, by the way, by the Big Twelve. What are you doing playing at noon on Saturday? But TCU laying two and a half to Kansas State. You want me to go lead here? Say it again. Twenty-eight to ten. Say it again. 28 to 10. The they week, were up 28 to 10. The week that these two teams played, guys. Kansas State's coaching staff lied to everybody. I'll, I'll continue to say it. The expectation was Adrian Martinez was full go. But it shouldn't matter. Howard no, would have won in the game I'm anyway. setting the backstory okay, that we had the, the game with Martinez. And then Martinez has no shot to play. He plays like one snap, walks off the field. So now you get Will Howard, the current starter, then backup. 
Will Howard was playing outstanding. Uh, and I'm going to frame the text from Cookies. This guy's John Elway. And we're up 28 to 10 until they run a QB power and Will Howard gets annihilated into another galaxy. He's out, which brings in Will Poopley, Sean Dupley, Jake Rupley, Jake Rupley. They're all the same person. They're all terrible. So now we had a freshman who had never taken a snap and TCU does what they do best. They take advantage of backup quarterbacks, make a magical run and they beat us fast forward. We're playing again. And Will Howard's back, and he's better than ever. Was outstanding the last couple of weeks. Great against Kansas. This spread right here. Uh, guys, Kansas State is going to be pissed off. Kansas State feels like they should be the one going to the playoff. K-State feels like we had these guys beat anyways. The fact that TCU on a neutral field is only laying the two and a half Telling. It tells me everything I need to know, and I get it. I'm not going to be on the popular side here. I don't think anyone's going to bet K-State south of a field goal except this Huckleberry. Uh, Deuce Vaughn is uncoverable. This kid, I know he's like three feet tall, needs a step stool to brush his teeth at night. Deuce Vaughn is so much fun. They got the thunder-lightning combo with the other back. And in the passing game, holy hell, man. This kid is running. You know what he reminds me of? Austin Eckler. Danny Woodhead. I'm talking exclusive, tiny, pass-catching running backs. This He's legit. And sorry, I'm not impressed that TCU destroyed a deadbeat opponent last week. I'm not impressed with how they beat Texas because fuck you, Quinn Ewers. I'm taking K-State. I'll take the two and a half because college kickers and two-point conversions. I'm taking K-State. If you guys have listened to this long enough, we've chronicled TCU's run where they, they popped a bad Oklahoma team. You go through all the games. They trailed in the second half in most of these games down the stretch. Will Howard, you mentioned he's been playing better. 13 touchdowns, two picks this season. He stepped in. He can make the throws that they need him to make. Make it two huckleberries. You're in? I'll take Kansas State. And it's not Costa lockable. No. Perfect. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take K-State. I am. I just I don't feel like TCU's the goods. I can feel like they're good. Obviously, you know, I, I'm, I'm telling you what I think will happen, not what I want to happen, but it's there. So rock and roll. I'm taking K-State. Away we go. Um, What's next? Well, we're not talking about Valpo and New Mexico State, so we'll move on. Let's go Saturday, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Georgia laying 17 and a half to LSU in the SEC title game. And your job is to attempt to talk me out of taking Georgia. That's the lean. The Ge spread suggests what we think. Yeah. LSU is trash, hot garbage. They lost to Texas A&M. And even if you want to say, oh, a little look ahead, they had already clinched. It still doesn't make sense. Texas A&M is awful. Yeah, and here's the other They thing. beat a bad Bama team and a way overrated old Miss team. Yep. They were blown out by Tennessee in their place in Death Valley. Oh, by the way, all three of those games were in Death Valley. Right. So LSU is overrated and Vegas is agreeing. You said 18 and a half. Here's the other note for motivation and what does Georgia care? Hell yes. Georgia seniors who were with the program go all the way back to their freshman season where they were humiliated in this game. Oh my God. 37 to 10 by Joe Burrow. A and little company. bit of a reach here. No, no, but those guys have been with the program and they've, I'm not making this up. They've publicly spoken about it and looking forward to facing yeah. LSU and wanting another chance in this spot. Here was my football reason. I just kind of view Jaden Daniels as welfare Hayden Hooker. 
Hendon Hooker. And and the reason is maybe the Wolfler version is Hayden Hooker. Yeah, his, his brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, but look at the way Georgia plays defense, and I think there's some comparables here. And obviously, Daniel's a better runner than Hooker. They're both good. The ability for Georgia to go man across the board, the ability to then have the extra player in the box, shadow, spy, call it whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at LSU, they still go through these spouts where their offense completely disappears. And if Georgia's remotely dialed in and they decide, all right, it's championship time, it begins now, I actually think the number is indicative. Yes, the numbers are built to balance money. I'm making a point. I think a lot of people see 17 and a half. They go, what a value, Bobby. I I view this like they know George is going to put the hammer down and Cinderella's about to turn into a pumpkin or whatever shit that that story's about. I'm going to take Georgia late 17 and a half. I think they are a matchup nightmare for LSU. Isn't there a carriage, I think, turns into a pumpkin? Who gives a shit? Somebody call the Uber. All right. (laughs) I'm not playing it, but I I like your cap. Okay. That's the lean. All right, so now let's continue our day of football fun. Uh, Four o'clock, and this might be my favorite play of the week. Four o'clock, Boise State, minus three and a half, hosting Fresno State. Now, reminder, this is not neutral site in the Mountain West. This is a straight home game. This is Boise State at home. Weather report, it's very valuable when we're talking about Boise, Idaho in December. Looks like 30 degrees, looks like 15-mile-an-hour wind. That automatically is why I think the number is north of a field goal for Boise. I actually thought this would be a a two-and-a-half, and they'd let the market price it. It's not. Jake Hayner, if you don't know, well, you're about to know. He is mini Drew Brees, tiny quarterback, Little bit, little bit of mobility. Doesn't have the biggest arm in the world. He's an NFL quarterback. Dude's a straight leader. Uh, when he got hurt against USC, the wagon wheels fell off. They were competing. They were in it. Um, he was not there when they went to UConn and lost. Jake Hayner is big time. Boise State, it's a different deal. This is a team, it's amazing they're even here based on the way the season started. You fired an offensive coordinator and your starting quarterback, Hank Bachmeyer, hits the portal. Well, here we are. They've rallied. Uh, They had the sickest cover in history against Utah State last week. But this is where I might be walking into something. I think Fresno's a better ball club. I think if this game was played uh, at a neutral site, indoors, whatever, I I, I would look at this as free money. But it's it's not. It's outside. It is cold. And it is going to be windy. So I'm going to take the three and a half. I'm going to take what I think is one of the most unheralded, underrated QBs in America. And I'm going to take Fresno State. I think they have the better coach. I think he's a better player, and I'm getting north of a field goal. I'm taking Fresno. I still don't know what the V means on their helmet, but I don't give a shit. It's for the Valley. Little Fresno Valley. Oh. Yeah. Tremendous. There you go. Shout out. The more you know. Meth labs and farmers and smog. Awesome. Fresno's a horrible place to live. Okay, keep going. First meeting of these two teams was a 40-20 to 20 loss for Fresno State. They, they got doubled up in Boise. Hayner didn't play in that game. <laughs> and it renders it all useless right. to they, me. They've won seven straight with him, and in November— Ten touchdowns, zero picks. He's so good, man. I see him plus three and a half. I'll join you with Fresno State, but I want to take you on the journey that I had with the total. Oh, dear God. So I looked at this, and I thought 60 points in the first meeting without Hayner, this is over, right? And I think that's what everybody's going to say. But it's not just the weather, 30 and windy. This This is a trend. Mountain West title games at Albertson. That's Boise. All four of them 
have gone under 50 and a half, including two between these two teams. Jeff Ded- Jeff Tedford is the coach. We're talking 16 to 13, 19 to 16 low scoring games. So I like getting the three and a half, and I'm also going to play the under. Oh, no. Under. Go against the conventional wisdom where everybody's going to say, I was 60 points earlier in the year, and now the quarterback's back. Under. Under. And Boise does a decent job stopping the pass. I'm not saying Hayner's going to go off for five touchdowns. I think it stays low scoring. I'm not touching the total, but you know what? It's good research. Uh, I'm going to go Fresno. I'm going to take three and a half. All right, the next one's you. Saturday, 4 o'clock, little day drinking. This is the Jimmy Cookie special here. UCF taking on Tulane. Tulane laying three and a half. The floor is yours. The American title game. It's UCF again. I mean, the way this line is set up, I'm supposed to believe that last time was a fluke because Tulane's favored yet again. I watched Central Florida maul them, run over them, more than 300 yards on the ground. That seemed phony to you? That seemed fake to you? You can't do that again? I capped it that week. It's how you beat Tulane. They have an experienced back end of their secondary. Seniors, fifth-year, six-year guys, two linebackers in the 4-2-5. you got to bully them in the trenches. Central Florida can. Central Florida has all seasons, the top 10 rushing team. And, Mike, there's the same question last time. Who's the quarterback? Both guys have beaten Tulane in the last year. I'm taking Central Florida, getting three-and-a-half points, Gift, thank you. Beautiful. If it, if it's Plumley, I lean UCF, but I I just I'm not I'm not. Mikey gonna, Keen's beating him. I don't care. I don't like him, and I need my guy. I need my Ole Miss transfer. I'm not going to touch it. I get where you're at. I I would tell you that the, the cap you have here, I like because you're right. What Tulane does well really doesn't bother UCF. Nope. The secondary becomes this non-factor because UCF and the Malzahn offense, they're going to run it. They're going to run it again and again and again and again. They're hard to stop. Um, and it sucks too, because Tulane was so good, uh, at Nippert last week to ice the American and go in and beat fickle and, and that win streak and that secondary late in that game made several big plays. They had a couple of pass breakups that were beautiful. Um, Evan Prater was playing quarterback and, you know, he tried to float one over and the linebacker goes up and just gets a fingertip to stop a 25 yard completion. They, they really are good in the secondary. Here's the other thing I ask you. And at time of taping, shame on me. I, I don't know if it's official, but like Willie Fritz has been talked about for a bunch of jobs. Well, he's not getting the GT job. No. Because they decided to promote from within. With Keys, who yeah. did a nice job, by yeah, the way, Brent down Keys. the stretch and, yeah. and, and beat uh, UNC. Four and four, I think, down the stretch. You wonder him. if there's some noise here, though. Like, hey, is coach leaving? Is he not? You wonder if that infiltrates your locker room. I'm just making a point. UCF's an interesting side. I'm not going to touch it without knowing who the QB is. But you know what? You've got every right. You had the balls to go into Yulman Stadium, even as they had food trucks outside of Section B, mm. and I respect it. So let's move on. Saturday, 8 o'clock, in a ACC title game where it's never meant less. <laughs> Clemson, who has no shot of getting to the playoff, versus UNC, who's got no shot of getting to the playoff. Clemson laying a flat 7.5, and, and I will just tell you, here's my opinion on the game. I am fucking done with the whole Clemson thing. I'm done. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see them. I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to bet them. Fuck them. I'm out. I'm I'm out. I am out. I won't even turn this game on. I am out. I don't know how you can bet this game confidently. You don't. That's that's what I keep coming back to. My initial thought was Clemson, but they don't they don't blow people out. Syracuse, Florida State, Wake Forest, all these games that they should have been heavy favorites and won by a ton end up being close nail biters. 
I thought maybe the over, right? Both secondaries are trash. Mm. But DJ, the last five games, five touchdowns, five picks. Can we be done with that storyline? They aren't done with it. Now, the day after the season, I fully expect DJ to the portal and Klubnik has been named starter because they, they just can't continue. It's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. If you force me to play it, I think I'd play the total because UNC gave up a bunch to a third-string quarterback last mm. week, and I feel like, okay, that's a get-right spot. Clemson secondary, their weakness. Drake May put up a bunch of points. The total's 63 and a, and a half. I'm not playing it, but like if you said, hey, give me some kind of lean, guys. Don't throw this game in the dumpster. It's primetime Saturday night. Play points. Play fun. Both teams score a bunch. Did you just say play fun? Yeah. That's fun. You root for points. I'm not going to put it on my card, but like if you force me to play this, I don't feel comfortable taking Clemson to, to cover more than a touchdown. And UNC's awful. So, yeah. Up and down, back and forth. There they go. Wow. Play fun. Play fun. All right, well, let's go to the last one. Oh, we have two more still. I'm sorry. Did, you what, missed one. What did I miss, buddy? You missed part of Friday night's excitement entertainment. Talk to me, and then we'll go to the Big Ten title game. Actually, you missed a couple. No, I didn't. You missed Conference USA I and the Sun Belt. I didn't put them on there. You want to put them on there? I want both of them. Go. Now. You want to do them now and then end with the Big Ten? Go. Okay, okay fine. Here we go. Sun Belt title. Uh, Troy minus eight and a half against Coastal Carolina. It's Saturday, 3.30. That game is at Troy because they don't do a neutral site. Justice for James Madison. They should be in this game, if not for a dumb rule where your first year you're not eligible. They are the best team in the Sun Belt this year. Uh, Troy on a nine-game winning streak, but all the games against Coastal have been close calls since Jamie Chadwell took over. Coastal 3-0, and all of them within a touchdown, 12 points total. Troy, a defensive team, low total. Keep it close. I'll take eight and a half. I'll take Coastal. I think you're insane. Good talk. Next. Right. Uh, Conference USA. You you hyped them up on the, the Monday recap. I hyped it up because you left this. You are like a deadbeat father. You left your child cold and alone the minute you, you daddy wanted to go out and gallivant around town. UTSA was all yours. First four or five weeks of the season. You know, I haven't heard the words Texas and San Antonio on this show. In eight weeks. Meet me, Frankie Harris. What happened? I just had to put it on here. They're eight and a half point favorites against North Texas. It's in San Antonio, Friday night, 730, expecting a big crowd at the Alamo Dome. Here's the big story to me. Mean Green ran for 350 yards in a blowout win a year ago. But Mike, it was a stunning loss. It was their first of the year. How did they bounce back in in the meeting this season? They held them to 22 rushing yards. And they only hung in because Ani played above himself. Can I offer something? What? You want to bet fun? What? You want to bet fun? What's the total? 68 and a half. Woo! Come on. You want to bet fun? No, I'm not betting. No, that. no, no. Come on. Santa Claus, get loose. Loosen the belt. Have another cocktail. Little crab cake canopy. Come on. No. 68 and a half in the Alamo Dome. You want to bet fucking fun? Here you go. Jump in the ball pit. 68 and a half. No, I'm adding it to my card. UTSA minus eight and a half. You're on your own. All right. Can I get to the Big Ten title yes. game? And, and I would just, here's the deal. The number has moved while we were on broadcast. Really? It is now Purdue getting 17 flat. Okay, how do you want to play it? If we're on the island of unwanted toys, we'll miss all the fun with the girls and the boys. When Christmas Day is here, Jim, the most wonderful day of the year. This is the Misfit Toys play of the, of the day. No one, and I mean no one, is going to take Purdue in this game. I'm stunned. Uh, here's the reason. They're not going to win. 
but 17, right off the top, I thought the line would be like 24, okay? It's not. Will Corum play? Will Edwards play? Will Mike Morris play? What's Michigan's focus going to be? Not in a way that they're going to show up drunk, high, and blindfolded, but you come you come off of that game last week up here emotionally, mm-hmm. and they, they know, right? Everyone's been getting sexed up this week. Everyone's told how beautiful they are, and they know they're playing a team they're going to drill. So my only point is, as good as they've been in the second half, as good as they've been covering numbers, I sit here and go 31 to 10 late stages. Hell, 34 10, and you got to sweat. It's Aiden O'Connell. It's a 60 year quarterback. He's got an unbelievably tragic emotional story. His brother passed away before last week's game. Um, I just look at them, and I know you're going to go spoiler makers on me with the top five wins. They're not winning, but I don't want to be on the side. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry and U of M finance bro on Wall Street is going to be betting Michigan. No one wants the misfit toys. I am I am a cowboy who rides an ostrich. I am a water <laughs> pistol that shoots jelly. I'm a train with square wheels. I'm a jack in the box, except I'm a Charlie in the box. I'm taking Purdue plus 70. Would you do me a favor if you're going to do it? Put like a very small amount on the money line. Just because I, I want to give the spoiler maker stat for people. Fine. Purdue has pulled off the most top five upsets in FBS history when unranked. Jeff Brom, their current coach, can't do, oh, this happened forever ago. He's 3-0 and against top three teams. Aiden O'Connell, six-year quarterback, was part of two of them. Can I offer one stat and, as well? And, and how cool of a story would it be for Purdue? They haven't won a conference title since 2000. Let me I, I kind of want to see it for them. Yeah. And I, I, it, it's an actual football cap. Yeah. They're a top 25 rundy. Low-key. And again, line up against Iowa, line up against Wisconsin, line up against Illinois, all the teams in their division. Purdue is a top 25 rush D. So if Corum is out, if you just slow it down, I, I'm I'm going to take the 17. I'm playing Michigan. I, I wanted to give you time to do your deal and your spiel. Purdue is not in the top half of the Big Ten in run defense. Michigan is a special kind of run offense. Okay. What's this? What's this like sulking deal? It hurt. No, because it's like you allowed me to make my case only to deny the motion to, you know. You put it on your card. I will put the opposite on mine. I felt so good about it. Michigan. Right. Hold on. Michigan. You talk about, well, Mike's going to be in the game. It's going to be 31 to 10 and he's still alive. Thirty. Michigan protects its back door. They have done a great job closing games. Last seven weeks. 30 or 84 and three in the fourth quarter, 84 and three in the final quarter. They do not let you sneak in the back door. Can I ask a question? What? Why is the number 17? Well, I, I want to contest that. I, I want to look at this because I'm seeing 16 and a half still. And I, if I'm playing Michigan, I, I want the benefit of that extra point. Well, you know, you do realize it is a free country and you can shop a number. Okay. Go get it. Okay. Put 16 and a half on your card. Because you also talk about motivation in this game. When you beat Ohio State and it's this big emotional deal, how do you bounce back the next week? Huh. Well, we could use like a, maybe a year ago as an example where they won 42 to three in the Big Ten title game after the biggest win they've had against Ohio State in two decades. Yeah, but that was also different. Team already had a loss. I think there was more of a desperation there. I think it was also the first time they'd ever been there. They had a senior laden group. I'm not telling you they're going to show up and shit their pants. I'm just saying, like, we're a week removed from what a 
business trip Michigan looks like, which is 17 to 16 over Illinois. I thought the number would be north of 20. It's not. I kind of think there's a reason. Look, it's not going to be a big game play. It's not going to be um, a, a big better or anything. It's going to be a standard play. I'm happy one of us is betting on the spoiler makers because I think it could be a fun story. I just, I just, it's not me. I just feel like that's a lot of points, man. Yeah, it is. Um, all right. So here's my card, and I'm going to give you a teaser pleaser as well because we're on fire Ooh, with teasers. Yeah, we've been on fire with teasers in the NFL. Why not for the people? Uh, Fresno plus the three and a half. Ohio plus one and a half. Purdue plus 17. KSU plus two and a half. And the one favorite I am taking is Georgia minus the 17 and a half. Here's the teaser pleaser. Fresno getting nine and a half. Ohio getting seven and a half. K-State getting eight and a half. Purdue getting 24. Pays you plus 240. Jim's card, every fucking game in America. USC minus two and a half. Costa lock, baby. Fight for the sanctity of the sport. Fight on Trojans. Kansas State plus two and a half. Michigan minus 16 and a half. Central Florida plus three and a half. I'll take the Bobcats to finally win a MAC title plus one and a half. Fresno State plus the three and a half and the under 50 and a half in the Mountain West title game. Coastal Carolina plus eight and a half and UTSA minus eight and a half. All right, that's the pod. We'll talk to you with the NFL episode coming up. And again, reach out via socials to Jim, to the Valenti Podcast accounts. Tell us what you want, man. And the and, and the reviews do help. I know it's a pain in the ass, but like unsubscribe, resubscribe, drop a review. We need it because apparently that's the rules we got to play by. So thanks for listening, and we'll get you that NFL show tomorrow. Get dressed, ye women, and ye men, and Tommy John each day. Remember, it's the perfect gift to give this holiday. <laughs> With over 18 million pairs sold to good boys and girls just like you, Tommy John is rearing in this softness season with a gift to those who made my nice list. You deserve a special gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear. <laughs> One day to alter out the land, Tommy John's family board. Underwear. This holiday season, make everyone in your family that much more comfortable with the holiday gift of Tommy John underwear and loungewear. For the holidays, get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash victory. 20% off at TommyJohn.com slash victory. See site for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly 
about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.